Oh, hello and welcome to Women Like Us, our Seven Deadly Sins podcast. I'm Mandy Nolan and... I'm Ellen Briggs. I'm just moving my chair. That's a great... <laughs> we like to get it off to a good start. We're yeah. getting older and you c- we couldn't start a podcast with a cranky hip. Uh, you just can't all the way through. Cranky woman though. So we're talking about pride and I guess we're at that age too, you know, in your 50s when... We have none. Your pride's gone. There is some, there's some sort of, there are ageing things around pride. Like well, this is one of the deadly sins. We've done lust, one of our favourite sins, I think, and gluttony are two top um, yeah. sins. Pride's a bit of a funny one because it feels like we, we, we were talking about it and we really had to drill down onto whether we'd actually been proud and what our proud moments are. And I was just thinking age, look, I do, I, I remember getting my colonoscopy a couple of years ago. Um, Something to be proud of. I was quite proud. One. <laughs> I know. It's a milestone. And, and, and did it come back good? Oh yes. Yes. Yeah, they said be proud you of that. You've got a great have bowel. a lovely shiny bowel. <laughs> Don't come back for five years. There you go. But it, you know, like you can feel really kind of like you're someone, and because we live in a regional area, and I had to go to the local hospital up at Mwilumbaw, and um, when I was there. Everyone kept recognising me going, all the nurses going, are you Mandy Nolan? And, like, and you ask, I really wanted to say, no, I'm Ellen Briggs because. you got your bum out. Yeah, because you've got the thing on and your bum's <laughs> no, out. No, I'm Ellen Briggs. And you've got the little <laughs> hat on and you've got the slippers and they just leave you in the middle of nowhere yeah. waiting. And that's not a proud moment. Like, you feel vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. You feel like, and you know you're going to get a camera up your bum while you're out of it. <laughs> You know, and probably not even a good selfie out of it. No. They, they no. don't give you the they don't give you the video, which is disappointing. Oh, the video would be great, wouldn't it? Mm. Imagine if they videoed the camera, like not only when it's in there, but when it's going in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like it shows all. It, it gets everyone to like go, "Hey, hi, I'm Doctor So and So. I'm Doctor So and So." And then you see it going in through the sphincter, and they go, "How funny is this? We've got Mandy Nolan here. She is knocked out. Check out her asshole. Up we go. Oh, there's a sock. <laughs> I found all my spare socks. That's where they go. Yeah, they up all, your ass. They all go up there. All our socks. Yeah, and- I don't know. I think the pride. In having a look, they say it's it's the number one deadly sin. It comes first, and they think that everything else hinges off it. This wow. is this is them who wrote them in the Bible. It, yeah, the Bible, the people in the because Bible. Because they're saying the if if you have if you have too much pride, you become narcissistic, and you so you become greedy, and you'll let your lust take over, and you become like a sloth because you are so proud you think you don't have to do those menial duties right. so they do say everything stems from you know it's that sense of entitlement i think is the sin part oh, i think it's okay to be proud of yourself when you when you achieve something but it's if you then turn into a peacock and yeah. you know strut around i guess on facebook we're all a bit guilty of doing that like sometimes social media has oh, made yeah. people because you go that. i've just had something amazing happening i'm, I'm just going to whack it up on facebook yeah so everyone knows and everyone goes. Like I got a really good review the other day. Um, you did. It was a great review. And I, I whacked it up. And the reason I got it, Ellen, and this is how I got a good review, as it, and I was making a joke that as a stand-up comic, generally the only reviews we get at the end of the night are drunk blokes going, you're not, you're pretty funny, you got good tits or something yeah. really gross. No, you're vulgar. 
yeah, you're disgusting, you know, but how about this joke? There were mm. two nuns and one yeah. had a vagina. Like, and you go, stop. I'll give you one you can use while you're on stage. And you go, here we go. Yeah. It's horrible. But I was out the back of this the gig having a ciggy before I went on. You like, love a ciggy these days, don't you? I do don't like you? a pre-show ciggy. Yeah. Um, and and an after regularly. show ciggy. I like a pre and an after. Yeah. I wouldn't smoke usually. Anyway, I'm there and these people come up and start talking to me and I'm chatting away having a ciggy like, like yeah. a real starlet <laughs> and they make a few jokes and I do the I talk about what we talked about and throw it in. Turns out they're the reviewers. Oh really? There I was they were right. Smoking by yeah. the bins, talking up to a couple of in patrons in the car park like a real class act. That's like, great. But the pride part probably comes when you know you put it up there because you go, I want I look, you know, because you do want to show people that someone said something nice yeah. about you. And that yeah. is that is a bit narcissistic, I'll admit. Is it that, sinful? No, it doesn't feel like I don't. I don't know. Like, how do you like? You see stuff on 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 when you see stuff on Facebook and people post stuff up, and they want you to congratulate them. Mm. Like, do you? Do you give it to them? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I get a real. I I don't know. I like seeing other people achieve things. I yeah, it's I don't good. want to live in a world full of losers. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't want to be around. People who achieve things and and who are happy and stuff. Yeah, yeah of course okay. I do. Well, what yeah. about someone putting up, I saw one today, someone had lost heaps of weight and they're standing in a nice dress. Yeah, good on you. Good on you. That's good. What about, oh, you wouldn't put one up when you get fatter. We're not really proud of that. Well, you know, Taryn did. Yeah. Taryn Brumford. Did she? From Embrace. Yeah, remember, that's how it all started because she used to do that body sculpting stuff. So she was super fit and then went, fuck this. And she did a before and after, but they were backwards. And that's what made her whole story go viral all over the world. And the hate that she got over it, you know, especially men going, I feel sorry for her husband. He married her like that and now look what he's got. You know, I mean, and when we say she was fat, she wasn't even fat. She wasn't just a normal, beautiful looking young woman who'd had three kids. Yeah, that that is the pride thing is weird, isn't it? Because you're sort of, we live in a world full of people that are pretty full of themselves. Like the other day, um, at the school, the one woman in like she drives in in like a really like a Porsche, oh. and you know she's going to be an asshole in the um, <laughs> just because of that car. Yeah, just because of the car. That's envy. I know because <laughs> I want a nice car. I've got a shit car. Would you drive around in a Porsche? No, I just think people in Porsches are wankers. I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, when remember when I had that BMW for a short time? Yeah. You I were... cannot believe the amount of people who would drive past me doing like the wanker sign or just but giving me you... the finger just for no reason. I'm just like, my husband got it through his work. I wanted but to explain. did you explain. love yourself a little bit in the car? You have to admit, when you get in a nice car, you do feel like, oh, this it is wasn't, nice. It was a nice car. I loved myself more in the Jeep because I yeah. loved the Jeep. I had a love affair with the Jeep. Not like in a weird way like those people who fuck their cars. Yeah. Have you seen them? Autophiles, they're called. (laughs) I've seen them them every night. Autophiles. Out there going for it on the muffler. You have to put your dick in a muffler. And apparently, like, one guy, I was reading about him, he was, um, he he, he had these cars and he he realised he was into it and he was polishing the car and he got an erection. And he noticed when he rubbed up against and he started to give her a gender. She was, it was Christine, I think he called his car. And, and then he'd go at night and just sit inside Christine, like in the car and probably masturbate. And, and then he wanted to touch her more and that's when he got into the muffler. I mean, imagine if he didn't have off-street parking. <laughs> <laughs> so 
usually in Mullum, it's nose in in our town. It's yeah. actually nose in, so the arse is right out in the street. Exactly. It's, it's nose in, <laughs> not dick in. <laughs> How does really the woman, weird. What does a woman do? Get the dipstick out? I don't know. I don't know what a woman does. I don't. I, I don't actually reckon women... no women have this condition. I think it's a sexual orientation specifically for blokes. Uh, but, you know, you look at someone like Donald Trump. Now, he'd have a big, he's got a big whack of pride. Mm. Like it's all about pride because it's all, it's all that hubris, isn't it? All yeah. that kind of big blown up personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he definitely um, takes it to the limit of narcissism. He doesn't mm. really care about other people. That pride has come in that he thinks he's actually, I think that's where the sin comes in. He's, he thinks he's better than everybody else. I love how we're trying to work out the sin. Like we're, we're like, like, we're like um, some sort of religious. Like, yeah, cult. Now, where does the sin come in? <laughs> where do they, but you know, we all have our little bits. Like we're probably not, I mean, we well, may. vanity. We Van- may be vanity. suffering from a lack of um, insight. Maybe. We may people may actually talk about us behind our backs. I'm sure they do, and say, "Look <laughs> at them; they they're do. all up themselves." They think because actually, I had to ring a club to say I was telling you about where mm. we're going to do a show, and they said that ticket price is 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 more than the show that was here before. And I said, "That's because we're a lot better." <laughs> and she did sound shocked. <laughs> I, I thought I was just being confident. It's true. And then she said, "She was going like, well, it's as much as the hot shots," and I went. We're better than the hot the shots. The hot shots are like a stripper yeah. thing, aren't they? Yeah, they're just dudes that take their clothes off. I mean, to if music. You, if you've seen a guy get undressed once, yeah. it's not worth $35. $35 yeah. is nothing. I remember I saw them. Was it the hot shots or I think it might have been the, I don't know, manpower or something like that. Oh. Um, someone had it as like a fundraiser and I went along and I just I felt really creepy because they were really young. Yeah, <laughs> They we, were like my son's age. Yeah. You know, getting out and they were walking around behind people and kind of, so they'd be nude, but they'd have it covered like with a flag or something, you know, like holding up the Australian flag, but then they'd like fling it into your back <laughs> so you could feel it kind of tapping oh, on your wow. back. I, it was really gross. I don't find that sexy. It, it's not sexy at all. I just wanted to turn around and go, stop it. And I find those men that are all buffed like that. Oh, I feel it's like gross. They look like babies, like big toddler babies. And you're going, just put your nappy on and go outside and get your truck. Like, it, they're not sexy. No, I don't think they're, they're they, no neck. They look like staffies. Yeah, they're really they're not staffy dogs. look. And I always think they look a bit gay. Yeah, well. I think they're at the wrong show. Yeah. Like, I think dudes would be, gay dudes would be getting right into the show. And I'm going. Gay dudes would like being whacked in the back. I reckon they'd like to be penis. whacked in the back with a penis with a flag on it. <laughs> Great. What about you though, Ellen? Because I know you, you have standards. Like we were talking about pride, like things that we've done, and it, it's it's kind of it's a bit sad that neither you and I, I actually do think at times like I'm I don't back down from some things. Like I find it hard to back down. Oh yeah, me too. I can't back out very well either, but that's another <laughs> issue. <laughs> but... Well, that's it. You see, you have no you have no pride in your driving. None, none. Have you seen it? <laughs> like I don't. All. And most people get upset. When you criticise their driving, but I, I just have no, a laugh. No, I know. I love that you don't. It doesn't worry well, me. At, because you'd be really upset if yeah. you did. <laughs> I not imagine if I was just Because everybody real. talks. Even I was having a phone conversation with someone the other day and I don't even know how it came up. And yeah. he went, I was in the car once with Mandy and I don't ever want to be in that situation again. <laughs> Who is it? 
Oh, that was Lindsay Webb. Oh, Lindsay. <laughs> Did I drive him somewhere? Oh, yeah, he remembers it. I don't even remember. No, that's the problem. You're, <laughs> you're often not even there. Not even aware of what's going on here. That is The best was your son that time when um, we had to pick him up. Remember that? He lost his keys <sighs> when he had a girl up at the lookout. He took a that girl up to funny. the lighthouse to molest her and then... <laughs> Let's not say to molest her. Not molest, but maybe they went up for a kiss. Hmm. Nothing happened. Except he lost the keys he and made himself like a giant to ring loser. His mum. Yeah, I was so embarrassed. <laughs> anyway, so we, no we go pride. to pick him. We go to pick him up, and in the car on the way home, Mandy, um, you were driving as you do, terrifyingly down a windy road, <laughs> and he said he asked me. Remember, he goes, Ellen, when you go away, do you ever let mum drive? And I said, never. The only time I've ever let her drive is when I accidentally took codeine in a cold and flu tablet and I couldn't move my arms. And he goes, you'd still be a better driver than mum. <laughs> He's over the will. Um, so, yeah, I like that. I like that you don't, I like that you don't care because some people do get upset about it. People get really weird. Driving is somewhere, I think you see a lot of pride when people do drive yeah. and that's, I don't understand road rage when people lose it. And they're usually, they're angry at me. That's why. <laughs> usually yeah. they're yelling at me. But I can't hear what they're saying. It's just, it's on mute. And I can see them getting really angry. But what is the point? Like I cut someone off the other day when I came out. And clearly I didn't see them. If I'd seen them, I would have stopped. Because you don't look. Yeah, I looked, but I didn't. <laughs> you know, I didn't have a proper look. There's a little bit on the windscreen where sometimes it was obscured. But yeah. I didn't take it. It was my fault. I didn't have a good look. Yeah. So when I'd gone round and almost hit them, but I didn't, I didn't hit them, um, <laughs> that didn't, didn't happen. And then in retrospect, when the person starts beeping and yelling, you're going, it's it, all right, didn't happen. What are you going, what, what are you, what are you getting on about? Up, maybe does road rage come from fear? Because they go far out, you know, we just nearly had an accident, you idiot, you know. No, I think in the road, because there's these really strict rules, there's a sense of, um, get out of my way, I know what I'm doing. There is it's fear, but it's also more than that. It's also you didn't you didn't obey the rules. Yeah. And then people go to enforce the rules with the, in getting yeah. angry. Yeah. And and I mean what's the point of yelling at me afterwards? It's not gonna stop me almost hitting you. No. You should have yelled at me before I got to the corner. <laughs> and like everybody, if you could have texted it's not me. gonna stop her doing it again. No. <laughs> you need to yell at me before I get in the car. That's when you're going to get me, not after I've done it. So that's that's it. But Ellen, you have had a history. I've told you've told me some of the stories of like when you when you have an argument with someone, like it's mm. it stays. Like it, yeah, and, that's it, and that is it. And that, that could be seen as a form of pride. Is that you won't back down? Then yeah, you won't back down. So a, that's a terrible personality trait I have. So what, who are the people that that you've had run runs in runs um, in runs in? in is it runs in or runs in run ins run ins? Thank you. Um, well, the good one that I I still kind of love is the local farmer who adjusts cattle on the land next to ours. So he he had a horse, it's a long story short, he had a horse on the paddock next to ours that he basically neglected for about four or five years. So I started looking after him because, as you know, I'm a sucker for an animal. And then one day I came home and he and another guy were forcing that horse that he hadn't touched for about four years into a horse float and they were whipping it with a piece of poly pipe and I lost my shit with them. And I used to have a, you know, I had a relationship with him. I would wave to him and all that stuff. And after, since that day, 
yeah. every time I drive past him, I give him the finger and he completely ignores me. And when my mum was still alive and she was up here last time, so she would have been you're probably 80 years old, a little old 80-year-old woman, he was coming towards us on our dirt road. So you're driving slowly and yeah. you have to kind of get off the road a little bit. It's a small dirt road. I said to mum, we have this thing with this farmer. Um, he and I, we, instead of waving, we give each other the finger. And she goes, oh, I'll do it too. <laughs> and I went, great. And she goes, I'll do it with both hands. And she gives him a big double banger and his eyes nearly popped out of his head. And then she goes, he didn't do it back. And I went, oh, he mustn't have seen us. <laughs> that's so cute. But, yeah, that's... um. Yeah, that's been that's been tricky with that one because I see him most days. There have been um, shops in town. Alex, my husband, when he comes home from overseas, he often goes, oh, I've got to go to so-and-so and get something. Are we still allowed to shop there? <laughs> he asks every time because there's been a few places there's that I've just bannings. banned. Yeah, yeah. So and and it's not good in a small town, you know. It means you have to drive to the next small town just sometimes even to get milk. Yeah, because you can't you go, I can't go anywhere well, here because I, can't do I it said now. I'm never coming in here yeah. again. And, and I is, meant it. Yeah, and you – I um, I had a funny thing last night where I rem- I thought I'd never done that, but I had done it. And this is one of those things where a friend of mine, I was supposed to go to a lunch with her on Sunday afternoon. And I'll tell you, one time of the day I never want to go anywhere is Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Like I just want to be at home. It's a home day. And you have that great – um, you have that great thing because it's very hard to get out of it yeah. without hurting someone's feeling. Like if a really good friend, and imagine saying to her, look, I just don't feel like it because what I did was I got stoned and I did the ironing for three and a half hours and I was that happy. <laughs> I was just stoned and I just ironed and ironed and then I realised after I did the ironing there was nowhere to hang my clothes because I'd been buying and buying stuff. <laughs> because the, yeah, they the were all ironing, in the ironing. It wasn't the ironing, so it was chockers. So still stoned, I went and threw out half my clothes, two giant garbage bags, and put the ironing away. And that was a six-hour from beginning to end. Fabulous. I was that happy. Mm. Like I just kept going in and looking at my dresses next to each other. That's pr- I felt proud. Yeah. I said, look at me with my sundresses all beside each other. All and then I've done a little bit of colour coding and then over in the other cupboard. I want my husband's cupboard actually. I don't think he deserves to have – I need the whole walk-in wardrobe. Like, well, I mean, why does he need so much when he just has three pairs of exactly, board shorts and a couple he, of flannies? Doesn't and, wear everything in there. I wear everything because I'm yeah. I'm a performer. I need I've got really. This is part of you know. It's not pride. It's probably envy. My my friends moved into a new house and it's so lovely. But she showed me her giant walk-in wardrobe and she goes, "Oh, my husband Matt is so lovely. He let me have." The other side of the walk-in wardrobe, like she's got the whole oh, one, and I went. He's got his stuff in a spare room or something. Uh, in the car, in the boot, I think. But <laughs> I was like going, oh, I would love that. Anyway. Anyway, so how it. did you get out of the lunch? Oh, sorry. No, you want you no, because you you know how you talk about what blokes do. Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah. So so I've always noticed that we women do make up excuses because we don't want to hurt each other's feelings. No. And I do have. You're actually pretty good, you know. Like, you know how you have some friends, especially yeah. when you're out. You and my other friend Kelly, when you're out having a few drinks, when you go, I'm going to go, you just go, okay, darling, see you, and you give me a kiss. And I love that. And my friend Kel was always like that. You know how the other friends, no, don't go. Come on, I have one, one more, just one more. Yeah. Just one more. I really hate that. And I've yeah. never done it to people. If they say they want to go, I go, cool, you're right to get home, go. 
Um, but there's other friends you do have to make up excuses to get. And so I used to, I remember hearing, hearing my husband Alex on the phone one time to our friend Trev and we were supposed to go there for a barbecue and actually Alex and I had had a big fight and we didn't want to go. So he just goes, I'm ringing Trev and telling him what not, we're not coming. And so he gets on the phone and just goes, Trev, we're not coming to your barbecue. I can't be bothered. <gasps> yeah, that's the truth. And what? Trev just goes, no worries, mate. Catch you next time. And I was astounded. <laughs> that wouldn't like, have helped. You said you can't be bothered. That would not have helped the fight. No, because he's going to get off and say to Trev's wife, oh, Alex and Ellen aren't coming, they can't be bothered. Anyway, where's those sausages you want me to cook? And her mind is going to be exploding. <laughs> <laughs> they got divorced shortly after that. Yeah. So maybe they had a big fight. Yeah, maybe they did. But we do, don't we? We, we sort of feel like we have to lie. I think women have to be a bit more yeah, easy on each other. And more. you just have to go... Do you know what? I really don't feel up to it. I'm not going to yeah. come. Yeah, and I did say, look, I've got. A, it was true. I said I worked all weekend. I worked this morning. I just need to spend a bit of time at home to get my shit together for the week, which is kind of true. Yeah, that's what I did. I didn't say I don't need to smoke a big joint and yeah. stand at the iron <laughs> and just have a wacko time getting through. If anyone's got a problem ironing, it's really I recommend it. <laughs> you I were did. saying that about your housework. You love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. I, I only get stoned to do housework, and when I do it, I do a really good job. Otherwise, I get angry and resentful. And that's not good. I wish you had told me about your clothes. I would have come around and rummaged through those bags. Yeah. Oh, they're all at Vinnie's. They'll be in the front window. So. They will. Um, so what happened? Was have you I... done that? Have you walked past Vinnie's and seen your clothes? Oh, I remember yeah. one time I walked past and just went, fuck, that's my dress and my shoes. They look really nice. Yeah, you've got the whole window. I'm going <laughs> to got... go back in and buy them. Proud. That's a little bit of pride. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it when you go in there? I'm on a mannequin. Have you ever been in Vinnie's and like off occasion, like sometimes – you know, is, is that thing because our, our parents would never have shopped in Vinnie's. I don't – look, I have to admit I don't shop in Vinnie's really. Only if I need something specific like giant bras or undies. Mm. You know, when we've had them for photo shoots, you go to Vinnie's and pay yeah. two bucks because Beryl has died yeah. and giant bras are in Vinnie's now. See, my mum – I'll go back to the story I was going to tell yeah. you soon, but my mum is of that generation. I don't think she's ever bought anything secondhand. She would never walk into an op shop. And but we would go up shopping for fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's not like they're cheap. They're not cheap. No, they're not anymore. But, but the thought of Which defeats the purpose of them, doesn't it? Yeah. I just think it costs it so much to run them. Yeah. It actually really does. And then for a lot of them, it's about getting rid of all those clothes. The shit. That that ends up in that terrible fabric waste mm. pile. But there is that pride in that thing of making sure my mum used to say that she was always really proud of us, which was great. As a single mum that we always had new clothes on. She always had a new car. Yeah. She always made sure because it was always like keeping that front up so you look like you were coping, even yeah, if you weren't. even if you weren't. Yeah. So that was, you know, and it was from that era. I think people, well, I don't know if it's from, the, I guess it's from the era or maybe we just don't care. I can't work out. I just don't think. Well, I think there's still people like that. Yeah, people have care. this have this very put together image, even on social media. But now. that was from that's where it is now. Yeah, it's on social it media. So, oh look at my husband, he's amazing, he's the best dad ever. And then oh, yeah. you're at a party with him, and yeah, he punches a... her in the head, and everyone yeah. attacks him. Yeah, best dad ever. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think it's that older generation too. They really, it was they were really told, you know, to keep it together, and if they, yeah. it meant they were falling, I guess, and. Put up shopping, but you're the, much more you're much more proud than me about the way you look. I would say you yeah, have a, you have am. a lot more pride in how you look. I'll probably I'll go to town yeah. in um, 
I mean, I bought the I bought at the at the beginning of lockdown. I bought two dresses, which I said were house dresses. You know, because they're kind of big moo moo type things. I think oh. when anyone puts the word house, yeah. in front of a dress, you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, Ellen. I go out in them now. I go out in my house dress. One day I just went, they're I'm not getting changes. Yeah. It's a slippery slope down. I know, I know. I haven't been out in my Crocs, though. Or your tracksuit. Or your I matching have... LD tracksuit. Oh, you did Oh, go my out. loungewear. No, I haven't been out in that. That's loungewear. Yeah, that's you can't different. Go... No, I have been out in a, in a tracksuit, though, that I mow the lawn in. So, you know, like I've got a specific outfit yeah. that I mow the lawn in. I've been to town in that. I kind of like it because I have my tough. work boots on and I walk through town like, look, oh, that's look sexy. at me, I work. Yeah, yeah, it's not sexy. Kind of sexy. It's yeah. definitely not sexy. You need a high-vis shirt. I've got one. Do you put it on? Yeah. Oh, I'd be proud of that. And the kids asked me why and I said, well, because you wouldn't notice if, if I roll the mower, you wouldn't notice for days that I'm gone and maybe a, an aircraft might come across and they'll see the high-vis and go, there's a person in the paddock down there. Like, hang on, she's wearing high-vis and is that a house dress? (laughs) (laughs) She's stuck in the mower. (laughs) I had, this is what happened but my friend that I didn't go there and I saw her last night. She came over for dinner last night. I said, come come the next night. So then she tells me all the people that were at the dinner at the dinner thing and one was this person. She goes, oh, you would love this person. Let's call her Candy who runs a shop called, let's call it Buttercup, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. And I say, pardon for the swearing, Candy from Buttercup, that woman's a cunt. Oh. Yeah, and it just came out. And I remembered and, and she like nearly gagged and she goes, oh, she's the best friend of one of my best friends. And I went, well, you're lucky I didn't turn up because it would. And I'm like getting all like rangy. And that's not like you. No. You don't, you don't hold I a grudge. A, what did Candy from Buttercup oh, do? Candy from Buttercup. <laughs> I can see you're still yeah, angry. I'm still angry. And hmm. it's, it's ages later. Oh, that's oh. her calling. Is she coming through? Candy, get out. God, that was weird. Um, it was weird, wasn't it? But Candy said, what happened? My daughters years ago, they um, they were probably my daughter was about fourteen and her friends were about fourteen, maybe fourteen, fifteen, and they rang me from the shop, crying, saying the woman here, um, the owner's here. She's looked at footage of when her one of her staff was on, and she thinks we're we've shoplifted from her a week ago, so she's holding us here until the police get here, and they're really what? upset. So I go in. I'm that angry. And I'm and I walk into the shop and I say to Candy, the owner, I go, "What are you doing? You're holding these young people here. How dare you?" I said, "How dare you? Have no, I have, I have video proof," and I and I'm angry and I'm swearing like I'm just yeah. going, "You have fucking." I turned to the biggest boker. You got fucking nothing, lady. How the and she's going, "Stop abusing me now." And I, I said, "You fucking what you're doing to these children?" Like I was just going nuts. Yeah. And I went, "You can't do that." I went, "Look at your shit here." All your people here, they're young people and you need mums like me to buy it, but you treat young people in this way. I went, you're a fuckhead. And then she picks up the phone. She goes, I am calling the police. And I said, yeah, you call them and I'll have you charged, dickhead. Like I'm just like, I turned into one of those bogan mums. I was like, I was ready. I was kind of like moving and (laughs) from foot to foot. And everyone in the shop, everyone's, you know, when someone goes crazy. Yeah. Everyone goes really kind of like, yeah, what, what they, the hell? They want to leave, into, but they don't want to leave because they want to see what happens. I think I might have gone to pry and into wrath um, because I had yeah. a lot of wrath. But they kind of felt, um, but I was so angry because I just felt, you know, you've humiliated them. And yeah. I think, and she would not back down. She had the pride. She wouldn't back down at all. She, she 
I, I left and I said, I write for the local paper. I'll be writing about you next week. And I did. Yeah. Um, I said, I'm going to tell everyone not to come to your business. And I did. I'm sad to hear she's still going. Is she? Oh, Candy from Buttercup. Candy from Buttercup. Imagine if she'd been there. <gasps> anyway, then she emails me a week later to say, I've reviewed the footage and as it turns out, it was another girl. No oh, apology or no anything. No apology though. So I have been waiting all this time to get that bitch. Candy, Candy. if you're listening. Oh, Candy, yeah, you were being lucky I was not there. Like, I'm still angry yeah, about I it. Like, see. And when she told me all night, I'm going to bed and John's going, shut up, man, he's stop talking about Candy from Buttercup. I'm going, can you believe she did that? Can you? Like, you're one of those people. Yeah. Like, I'm going, it's, it's like <laughs> seven years ago. Like, and that's, it, it, that's unusual for you. Yeah. Because I have said to you lots of times, why are you still friends with that person? When they've done that. One person in particular, you gave lots of leeway yeah, to. Lots like of that. leeway to. I give no leeway. You give the leeway. No, that. You and know, I was glad when that friendship yeah. fell apart. You know who I'm talking about. We <laughs> won't name pride. her on here. I was like, I told you so. Well, That's a bit of bad pride. Yeah, well, it, it's the funny thing of pride is often wanting to be right, isn't it? Yeah. Too, of needing to be right. And. And, you know, that does happen sometimes. There's nothing worse than finding out. You know when you're in an argument and you go on and on and on about, no, this is what happened, this was this yeah. and this was this, and then you find out you're wrong. Yeah. And you really don't want to admit it. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Feel yeah. bad about that. You know, when you actually, you'll argue black and blue about something and then realise you have it completely asked about. I don't think you, um, it, a lot of those arguments you can't even have anymore now because someone just whacks out their phone and gets Google out and goes, no, that's not what happened. Look, you know, like if it's about, no, was that actor in that movie? I That used to be fun arguing yeah. about stuff like that and nobody could kind of, you, you couldn't be proved wrong until they went home. It's true. Is it went tr- to the library. Trivia is full of people with a lot of pride, isn't it? Like trivia, yeah, you must, trivia, you must get some of those people that, because you go to trivia regularly. Are yeah. they irritating those people that think Sometimes. they know everything? Oh, yeah. And they, um, well, I have a funny dynamic in my team because my team, listen my to team. my trivia team. Just a bit of pride there with Ellen's <laughs> trivia team. Well, it was it was me, one other woman called Carol, mm. and then two guys. And Carol died. So it just Not left just to me. get out of the trivia oh, team. Well, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but it used to annoy her. Yeah. Um, these two guys are really, they're quite smart. You know right. they're well yeah. they're well read they so they do know a lot of trivia. I don't know a lot. I just go along because I don't have to cook dinner that night. Great. So they've made me the scribe. Oh, the scribe. So I feel a little, you know, this. You just fill it in, will you, Ellen? Yeah. Just fill that in. Yeah, yeah. You just write it down. And sometimes I do know things, you know, and they don't believe that I know them. Yeah. And and so then I I'm not going to argue with them. You know, I go okay, put your answer down, and then when I see that it's wrong, I just give them the odd. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's true. Do you know the, so the pride comes up? It's a bit. It's, it's a big roller coaster at trivia. It would be. The other thing I notice people have a lot of pride in is their children or their partners. Yeah. Like you have a husband with a high profile job or works with a you know yeah. you know super famous sports person. Yeah. You could have ridden that a lot more. Like you could have come out on the because some yeah. people do. They yeah. kind of they do that when they do the the pride. Yeah. They come out with the well. They find ways to shoehorn it in. Yeah. Which is um, well, I think he and I are the same sort of people in that we have never really, I don't know. It just seems it's it's a bit off, isn't it? But I just, I always love listening to him when he meets someone and they go, "What do you do, mate?" And he goes, "I'm a mechanic." And there's sort of two types of people who some will go, "Oh yeah, where do you work?" And he'll start telling them, and then the others just go right and walk away. 
and that's fine. He doesn't care. Um, but I love it when he tells them, okay, here's where I work, here's who I work for, and they go, no, you don't. <laughs> they <laughs> don't believe funny. him. And then I go, yeah, no, you don't. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> <laughs> it is, it, and, and the pride. And I have to admit, after having looked, a lot of the kids didn't do that well at school, um, so I never got to be the parent pride, but I really did enjoy. Like I, I looked at those parents in the front seat. They're the kids yeah. that get awards, and I went, I will never sit there. Yeah. That will never be my seat. You know, I just watch. had to go to assemblies and watch other children yeah, get awards too. and you get the shits. And then finally when Charlie came through and I went, oh, oh push, get out of the way. <laughs> I am coming through for that chair. <laughs> Did it feel good? Yeah, it felt real good. Yeah. And that was pride. I was sitting there just absolutely sucking it. I could feel the the envy yeah. and hatred of people yeah. on me, and me, I was just getting bigger and bigger. Did you want to turn around and just give them all the double finger? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks like you. I fucked up the other ones, but this one <laughs> came through. Oh, we just got another award. I'm oh, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, first in five subjects. I was like, oh, it's just like it's not. Has anyone got so a bag to carry off. these awards? It was like we, we couldn't get out. We had to do two trips. Um, I remember I sat in it because I I had twins. And in our twins year, there was a set, another set of twins, a boy and girl set, and they were the top of the school and the top of the class. And I remember I sat next to their dad one time and I just ribbed him the whole time. I was like, ah, oh, here come the good twins again, you know. And then my kids got the, the awards, you know, like the fucking Achievement Award. Yeah. I think one was called the Mount Chinkogan Award. It was basically for turning up. <laughs> Turning up is where it starts. Uh, yeah, and all, finishes all in my kids. Yeah, they go, you turned up. How good is that kid at show? Excellent at showing up. Not so good when he's there, but really good at going home. Yeah, yeah. He turned up, but I remember I just was, I was just kind of in this dad's ear like, oh, another one. Good on you. You've got the good twins. It was fine. He was a friend of mine. It wasn't like yeah. he was a stranger. That's okay. <laughs> so they, they are the things, and you do get a little bit of, um, you know, you know. I suppose there's a people have job pride. Like uh, there yeah. are some jobs that you know, like you know, have a, a an element of pride that goes and an element of something with it. Like it's got a bit of and like very hard if you're a cleaner just to tell people you're a cleaner. You know, because yeah. people don't really treat you that well sometimes. No, that's right. People people look down on you. I know. Whereas. You know, nurse, doctor, teacher, all those, the first responders. Yeah. They're all the – it can also move into – pride can also, you know, like national pride. That yeah. can move into a dark place, can can't it? It can go scary, you can't know, it? Like it can go Nazi. Yeah. I mean, that was pride. It was total pride. And and white supremacy is pride. It is. But then gay pride is pride too. And that gay was pride is good great. pride. Yeah, that's right. If you're a white supremacist, but with the listening, Bible, you, you've gay gonna, pride was good. Probably not. Yeah, well, there you yeah. go. The white supremacists listening are going to think that once again, there we are being racist against white people, um, because that's what they do. Um, the white supremacists—that's how weird their thinking gets. I think God's black, and I think they'd be very ashamed. A big black woman—that's what I'd like to think of God as. <laughs> if and it was real. If it was real, if yeah. there was a God, yeah. which it could be one, I would think she's a big black woman and I don't think she likes white men mm. um, and she's not proud of her work. <laughs> she goes, I didn't make that many. She doesn't have pride. No, she didn't have enough pride <laughs> in her work. Like you go, listen, lady, this is defunct. <laughs> like 
Can you get reassured? They didn't even make that many. I didn't expect them to be so dangerous. Well, but as it turns out, <laughs> they are fucking lethal. <laughs> She's they? a bad driver too. Yeah. She doesn't have pride in her driving. She doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah, it can tip over. But, I, look, I think you and I got a pretty good balance. We're a little bit up ourselves. I mean, you know, when we do a photo shoot and stuff, although you made a good point the other day when we were talking about our photo shoots to someone and where we got our branding, our Women Like Us branding, we had all these photos where we, we both looked really good and we chose the ones where we looked really gross because yeah. that's the money shot. Yeah, because we... In comedy. We're more interested in making money than pulling a route. Yeah. Really? And <laughs> you're going... We can pull a route, though. I'm like, oh, well, well, I don't care if people look at me and go, oh, my God. Look how gross she looks. If you come to my show, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we clearly don't have a lot of pride when we go out in our underwear doing photo shoots. I think comedy is a really great way of curing yourself. Yeah, pride. a leveller. Because when you've really, and it's hard to, I don't anyone else have this experience. You have different experiences at work. But if, you've, if you have a bad day at work at the bank, people just, it's not good. But if you have a bad day at work as a comedian, People not only think you're a bad comedian, they think you're a fuckwit, yeah. that you've got no person And you, they might even disgust. say that to yeah. you. They're yeah. not going to say that at the bank generally. Yeah. You go, oh. No, they're not going to go, they're not going to rag you out at the bank, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it is hard, so you have to go home. It really, it really, it, it does take you down a few pegs. Sure it does. Because you learn in comedy, if you start, if you start, you know how people, we, we a lot of comics, you say them, puff up, you know, they yeah. get good gigs and they start, it's like they start filling up with puff. Yeah. The puff comes, puff, puff. <laughs> and you're going, oh, that puff is going to come down. Yeah. It's going to get a prick soon. Yeah. It's yeah. going to absolutely come down. And yeah. then you see it happen. And I watch their little faces and they can't believe it's happening. Yeah. They're going, what is happening? One comic I spoke to told me, I said to him, I was asking about the worst ever gigs. And he goes, yeah, I don't think I've ever had one. <gasps> and he had one straight after. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> that was so good to see. That's brilliant. I went, yeah, oh well. They do They do bring you down. I mean, I remember that one with you that time, you and Akmal. That was <laughs> so really my worst The one. worst one sometimes is like if you're going to have a bad gig, you don't want anyone that you like. Yeah, and like you two are both people I really to, like. To watch you. Friends. Go. Yeah. And oh, colleagues. down. Yeah. But remember there was one guy at the end <laughs> just – Giving me the slow clap. Oh, no, not the slow clap. As I walked out, as I walked off stage, and then as you were coming back up, he pointed at you and goes, that, that love is how you do it. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. and I drove you there. Do you remember? So I couldn't even leave. <laughs> I came up and lovely Akmal goes, that was really good, Ellen. And I went, get fucked. I'm waiting in the car. Did you just <laughs> I couldn't sit in the even, car then? I went and sat in the car. I couldn't even stay oh, in the horrible. room because the shame. Oh, the shame. Oh, the shame, it comes seeps through the it was pores so bad. and people feeling sorry for yeah, you. Going, yeah. oh. At least you gave it you a gave go, it love. A go. Good go. Yeah, go Maybe try something job. else. Yeah. yeah. But but you you were going to give up. Yeah. I was at a few moments. That was one of her big moments. was your first give up moment, I think? Was that? Yeah, that was the first time you went, that's it. I'm not doing it anymore. And it I told you. And then I did have another one. To get your big girl undies on and. Yeah. I do remember one time I emailed you and said, I'm not doing it anymore. I hate it. I'm not doing it. And you wrote back this really mean email. <laughs> I didn't know you that well back then. And you, and you were like, well, you will be doing the gig that I have you booked for Karumban RSL because the posters have gone out and it's an all-woman show with you and me and Fiona O'Loughlin and I can't get anyone else. So you will be doing that and then you can quit. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> and I, I remember I wrote back and said, um, 
okay, I'll do it and I'll be shit and your show will be shit and that'll be it. And I came in and had the fucking best gig ever. Yeah. And went, oh, I'm like, all right, I'm coming back in. So then I had to bite my pride and Can't go, all oh, some... right, I wouldn't mind some other gigs. Coming <laughs> back in. I'm making a comeback. <laughs> that must be a really hard thing, I, I reckon, when you think of comebacks. Like you watch really amazing athletes. And who train and train and train mm. or, or people that come back in for, uh, when they've been at the top of their game and they get smashed. Yeah. Like losing. Yeah. When, well, when you... even ones that, that have been at the top of their game and then they're, they're over the other side yeah. now. And, and they're never going to be the best again. No, and they can't, but they can't give up because it's all they know. Sad, isn't it? Yeah, that's pride. Because you've got to leave. Sad. And I sometimes wonder, and I, 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 hope, I hope we're still going up. <laughs> yeah. Because if we're, we're on, the, on other the other side, side. down... You're going. That's sad. That's a bit sad, and no one's going to tell us. No. Well, they maybe they'll they'll email into the podcast. They might. And go, hey, you know that hill? That's the other side. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So look, email us if if you want, if you think we're on the other side, or even if you think we're not. Um, info at womenlikeus.com.au. I reckon we might be done with pride. I think pride's done. I think I think we've done it. I think we've put it to bed. Yeah. Um, I think we're both, I'd say I'm, I'm a fairly proud woman. Yes. I've got enough self-loathing um, to not. To balance it up. Yeah, to not, yeah. To not let it take, take over. And I've seen enough people who are narcissists and, and entitled. I think. To recognise it. Yeah. And not move into that territory. I agree. I don't. I don't think we're. I think we're doing all right on this sin. I think we're much more... We're much more gluttonous and lusty. Yeah, gluttony. (laughs) Gluttony. Which is the new combo thing. So I think pride, (laughs) not really our thing, but the overeating and overfucking, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In for that. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, good. Yeah. And what (laughs) one are we going to do next week? Let's do sloth. Oh, I love sloth. See, I don't think you're going to have many stories about being a sloth. I think you'll be surprised. Because you're... Fucking ADHD. Oh, I'm going to have something about slothing. I like sloth. It'll I be mean, about me. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> all your show. It's your show next week, Ellen. It's all about Ellen. It's my time to shine. But, but you know, I've been out with sloths. Yeah, I've right. lived with sloths. Yeah. I, I know about sloths because I'm not one. Yeah. It's not my sin. Yeah, I'm a bit of a sloth. You'll find out. Yeah, it's funny that there's not a sin for being like an anal asshole. Is there? Being an overworker. No. 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 Maybe greed. Maybe that falls into greed. I don't know about you want that. want it all. But sloth. Now everyone says it's mindfulness. It's really a form of sloth. Slothness. Yeah. All right. Apparently, I read this the other day. We should talk about it next time. But there's a lead into sloth. Apparently, lazy people make the the best employees. We'll talk about that. Really? Next week, and I'll tell you why. Well, Fantastic. next podcast. I say next week, like there's another week. Well, next time. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, and listening to us. All right. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. Hey, you can like us and rate us wherever you're listening. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podcast Republic. It really makes a difference. We're not sure how it makes a difference, no. but it really does make a difference. It gets us out there well, apparently, even actually, more. I don't even have a clue how it makes a difference. No, but, you know, I don't know, but that's what they tell us to who say. Who are these people that rate? <laughs> the podcast raters. <laughs> <laughs> We're produced by us. With a lot of help from our wonderful fellow funny friend, Lindsay Webb. So thanks, Lindsay. And our original Woman Like Us music is written and performed by Gian and Simon. So thanks to them. Thanks to them. We'll be back next week. I'm Ellen. I'm Mandy. We're We're Women women Like like Us. us. See ya. I'll see you.